Hey y'all, it's Vicky again, of course, my podcast, hello, and in this podcast I go over um, what it's like having BBD and everything that comes with that. Um, I just really want to spread awareness of BBD, it's very understudied and a lot of people don't touch base with it, um, you hear about everything else, so I just want to go over this one thing. I was diagnosed with it a couple of years ago, just a little quick backup, backstory, um, and yeah, um, it's a struggle, and it's hard, and it's real, and it's there, and it's something that I think should be brought to people's attention, and I think people should really do more um, research on it, especially if you are in a relationship or you have a loved one. There is a way to, I think, communicate with people who are diagnosed with it, and um, there's, there's a way to, you know, go about loving somebody and having the patience and understanding and everything like that. So today I wanted to go over or get into motherhood. Um, people, you know, who have BPD have babies. <laughs> I have one. Um, so I wanted to just go over, you know, BPD motherhood and see what that is looking like for everyone else and myself. Um, I looked at it before and it made me cry. So beware. Not everything I'm about to tell you is going to be beautiful or un um, sensitive. If you're like me and you cry a lot thinking about it, um, you might not want to listen. But if you are interested to see if you're not the only one, your mom, your mom, and you're having these struggles, and and you want to know if you know you're alone or not, please, please listen. Um, you're not alone. Okay, baby. You like it? That's good. Um, you're not alone. You got a best number. Yes. Is your best cake? Ah, oh, lucky. What the? What the? Two cakes. Yeah. My goodness. Oh my gosh. Um, you're not alone, and I can't emphasize that enough, and you are doing a great job. You're a great mom, and your child's beautiful, and he's a, he or she is a wonderful child, and will be, and they will definitely succeed in life so don't ever you are not holding them back don't ever feel that way and just kind of um monitor it you know keep it under control keep it real you know so let's get into it okay um what effect does bpd on a mother have on a child okay children of mothers with bpd are also at heightened risk for exhibiting attention difficulties, aggressive behavior, and low self-esteem, in addition to major depression, anxiety, and borderline personality disorder itself. So, um, my son, he might be autistic, I'm not sure, but he does have attention, you know, difficulties. Um, he does have aggressive behavior, and I do believe that's because of me, 100%. Um, he does not have the self-esteem, and yeah, the aggressive behavior. Um, he does have anxiety, and I don't, I don't feel like that's due to um, me having borderline personality disorder. 
I think it has a lot to do with my relationship and um, past displays of aggression in it, um, which was not me, by the way. I'm not, I'm not the, um, you know, I guess attacker, I guess. I don't know how to say it. Um, but it was abusive and um, he might have witnessed a couple things. So he does get kind of anxiety ridden if um, tones of voices change and heighten, you know. But other than that, I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I hate to say it like that. Other than that, um, no, he's all right. I think for the most part, he's very loving. He's very affectionate. He's very happy for the most part. Um, he's in touch with his emotions. He is aggressive in the sense where like, um, and I know this, I know this is me. Um, if I tell him to go do something, do you want to do it? But he'll do it. He'll argue with me the whole time, but he'll be doing it. So it's just, we really have to um, pay attention to things like that, you know? really have to um, be mindful and I, I know it's really hard it's hard for me especially to be mindful of what I'm doing especially when I'm in the moment especially when my emotional self is triggered and I am on a good one like I will it's very hard for me I see red and it's over like I'm not saying I'm, I'm like a hazard or I'm dangerous or anything you know what I mean but it's just like if I'm fighting with my boyfriend or having an argument with him, for example, that's what I mean, that's what I'm referring to. Um, like, I always think he's cheating on me, and so when we have those fights about the cheating, I have bad language. I have a really bad temper, and my I don't get physical. I do not. Verbally abusive, I might at times, but you know what, in my, in my opinion, I feel like I'm not really being verbally abusive because I'm just stating the stuff that you know, my boyfriend has done and what it makes him look like. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's for another day. <laughs> that's like relationship issues. Um, it's, I have a ton of them, but yeah. So, um, yeah, sometimes I need to remind myself that there's my son and I, I, we live in a one bedroom, so close quarters <laughs> and I have to just kind of remind myself to calm down I have to talk myself down. When I start talking myself up, I have to remind myself. Yeah, honey. Yeah. Um, hang on. Um, so yeah, I, my, I myself am guilty and I have to be very mindful. It's really hard, you know? And it's okay for things to be hard. It's okay. Please be forgiving of yourself. Do not be so hard on yourself, okay? Just next time, you know? Next time. And I think it's important myself to, like, really, um, if that does happen or occur, it's, I think it's personally a good idea to sit your child down and have a discussion. I don't care how old they are. And I have a discussion with them. I tell my son when that happens, I sit him down and I apologize. I say, you know, son, I'm sorry. It's my fault. 
mommy knows better than to let her emotions get the best of her. It's not okay how mommy was acting. That's not okay. That's not how people are. That's not what people do. That's not how people handle things. Yeah? I like spicy. You like spicy? Yeah. That's okay. That's good. So, yeah. sure. You don't have to hate peppers. No peppers and mac and cheese. Nah. Yeah. Mm-mm. And so um, I sit him down and I, and I tell him, you know, I go over what happened and, and how I was acting was wrong and you know, I have my own little spiel I give to him. I'm scared that one day it's just going to get old and it's just going to be, oh, here comes mom again. You know, she's saying the same thing, whatever. I never know. I'm a new mom. He's five. <laughs> I'm a new mom. <laughs> no, um, he's my only child and I think he's going to be my only child from forever because I don't think I can have another one. I mean, what, I didn't think it was going to be like this, honestly. Um having my baby has been the best thing that's ever happened to me, but I didn't realize people can warn you, right? They can tell you over and over again how tough it is to have a child and how tired you're going to be and the exhaustion and you're going to be out your mind. They don't, they can't prepare you for everything else. That just comes wrapped up in emotion. <laughs> it's just such a roller coaster. It's not even a roller coaster. It's, it's, it's like, I had really bad postpartum, I think, and I don't, I don't know if it's because of the BBD or not, um, but I had really bad, bad postpartum because what happened was I had my son, and I'm like, man, I held him, and I just did not know that I was capable of being in love and loving someone so much so much literally your heart is functioning out of your body it's like oh my gosh i love this little thing so much if anything were to happen to him i don't know if i would be able to be okay um i don't know how moms out there do it i honestly can can i commend you so much for your strength that you have to carry on if you had ever lost a child. And that's a really touchy subject that I'm not going to touch on here. Um, I don't want to, um, cause it's so sensitive and I just feel like there's really nothing. I, there's, it's just, it's something to be talked about and brought up and it's something to be supported with the right support. Um, and I don't have that. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go places where I don't know, you know, I don't know. I can't touch that so um i can only fathom and that's not enough for me honestly to be able to sit here and spiel all the stuff um but i do honestly the greatest strength i've ever seen as a mother has unfortunately um gone through that and that's devastating i I'm, it's devastating to even hear about i'll tell you that um so yeah i I'm not going to go to too much darkness, <laughs> but I, I, you know, that's how I felt when I held my, my, my baby is, I don't know, you know, what I would, I, I, I don't think I'd be able to move, carry on. Um, so nobody prepared me for that. 
They say you love your kids, but this is an unknown, this is like an unknown love that you find. It's just something you can't feel until it's there, you know? I just can't explain it. I just love him so much. And it's bad to the point where it's like, I don't want, he's five, he's, he, he barely cut, missed the cutoff date for kindergarten this year. And um, his birthday is like a couple days after. No? You don't like it? It's okay. You don't have to eat it, baby. Um, he barely missed the cutoff. So this year is the year. And I am a wreck. Oh, sorry. I'm totally going into something else here. Let's say focus. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Vicky. <laughs> no. um, so yeah. So nobody prepared me for that. How I was going to feel or not. So going into that, I was on postpartum. Um, having babies a beautiful thing. It's life-changing, it's exhausting, it's everything. Um, I kind of went south with my thought process. Um, wasn't so much beautiful, it was very ugly. And I'm not saying that, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that it's ugly, I'm saying that I got ugly. My thought process got ugly. He's such a blessing. I don't deserve. Um, he deserves the world, and I can't give that to him. Um, I'm sorry. These are very raw emotions that I had. And saying it, you know, I was just kind of... I still almost don't agree. I still almost agree with that. Um... You know, you think of the, I think of the worst things that could possibly happen to this child. And I can visualize it. And I could just, I, it's very morbid. It's, it's graphic. And then I think about how it's just me having him and how, how if anything happens to me, what's going to happen to him. And then that's sad to think about because, gosh, there are so many options. And it's just, uh, there's so much to worry about. And it worries me, and I lose sleep over it, and he's everything, and I just don't ever want him to feel what I had to feel, or go through things I had to go through, and it might sound selfish, I guess, in a sense, because it's something that happened to me, and it's not going to happen to everybody, yada, 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 fine, but I just want to make sure that I go to the greatest lengths I can to make sure that you know that this boy is loved, safe, protected, normal, and happy. And when I say normal, I'm not talking about, you know, like I said, he might be autistic, but I'm not talking about that stuff. He can have that. That's okay. He's still normal. Like, I just mean, with today's agenda from the government and whatnot, with this whole tranny thing and this whole, like, new pronouns, like, we're giving ourselves, like, what the hell is that anyway? Sorry, I'm not going to get political. This is about BPD and moms. But. <sighs> yeah.
He didn't take my car. He'd be in a lot of trouble if he took my car, honey. So, um, sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just, it's a lot. And then you're responsible for this whole life, and I just don't really realize it until he's in your arms. <laughs> I mean, when he's in the womb, you do, and you think everything's going to be fine. It's just going to work out, and it gets real <laughs> when you hold that precious, 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 precious human in your hands, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God, what have I done? <laughs> Like, it's just so much. And then, yeah, the world, my sky is falling. And, and and the world's gone crazy. And I'm worried. The violence is, like, ridiculous. And guns. I'm pro-guns, by the way. So, But it's becoming an issue anyway. And I'm so scared of everything. It's falling apart, it feels like. And... I I guess I just don't watch enough positive things. We, we YouTube everything, so it's hard. My, my boyfriend likes like to watch like all the cop brutality stuff, and I don't think, um, honestly, um, I think there are cops out there that are brutal, okay? But I just don't think it's, um, I think people take things sometimes and make it into something that's not. That's political again, and I'm not trying to get in that. So, um, yeah. So, that's one question. Oh my gosh. Okay, um, let's do another one. What is a BPD mother like? Let's see what they say. Mothers with BPD may oscillate between over-involved, intrusive behaviors, and withdrawn, avoidant behaviors. These behaviors may also manifest as oscillations between hostile control and coldness. Wow. I'll let that sit for a second. I'm going to read it one more time. Okay. What is a BPD mother like? Mothers of BPD may oscillate between over-involved, intrusive behaviors, and withdrawn avoidant behaviors. These behaviors may also manifest as oscilla oscillations between hostile control and coldness. That may be true. Okay, but I just don't feel like I can relate. I mean, uh, I might be over. I could be over-involved, sure. Or I could be intrusive. Sure. Okay, maybe. I don't know if I can really say yet. I don't know what that word means. Os Oscillate? Let me look that up. Definition. Let's see here. Bear with me, guys. Okay. Move or swing back and forth at a regular speed. Vary magnitude or position in a regular manner around a central point. Okay. Move or swing back and forth at a regular speed. Okay, um, sure. Move a pendulum 
oscillates about its lowest point. Do you guys understand that? I, I get it, I guess. I get it, I guess. Sure. Okay. Um, oh, National Institutes of Health. Okay, let's do this one. Children of Mothers with Borderline Personality Disorder is NCBI. Oh, let's buy NCBI, sorry. National Institute of Health. Okay. Can someone with BPD be a mother? They and the answer is they have the potential to be most dedicated and loving parents. Even when someone has struggled BPD at some point in their life with healing, growth, and commitment, they can reach their potential as the uniquely gifted parent that they are, especially to intense and sensitive children. Perfect. That's a great answer. I appreciate that. Thank you. I definitely agree with that 100%. Of course, I don't really have anything to like add or take away from that. Um, yeah, I agree. For sure. They have the, they have the potential to be the most dedicated and loving parents, even when someone has struggled with BPD at some point in their life. With healing, growth, and commitment, they can reach their potential as the uniquely gifted parent that they are, especially with intense and sensitive children. Perfect. Thank you. I concur. <laughs> I don't know why they said, I mean, I guess you can cure it. Maybe we'll have to look in that too, because I don't know. Um, what are the four types of BPD mothers? And the answer of that is Christine Lawson describes four subtypes of mothers with BPD. There's the waif, and it says in parentheses helpless, the hermit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> in parentheses fearful avoidant, and the queen in parentheses controlling and the witch in parentheses sadistic wow guys that's sounds really intense right um off the bat i would have to say that i'm a hermit <laughs> i'm sorry it's true i'm definitely fearful and avoidant of things um i'd almost be the waif but um and now i don't think i'm there yet um Wow. I want to look into that. And that seems pretty cool. Like, not cool, but, like, interesting to learn about. Cool. Okay. Um, do borderline mothers love their kids? Before I read this one, I'm going to just say yes. <laughs> That's it. Yes, of course. What the heck? We're people too, all because we like are like all twisted doesn't mean that you know. Okay, here's the oscillate again. Parents with BPD may oscillate, rock back and forth between being overly attached or involved with their children, or being hostile and dismissive. Sometimes they might present as extraordinary, extraordinary, extraordinarily loving and attentive. Other times they may be harsh, punitive, and abusive. Wow. I can see that happening though. Honestly, if I wasn't so aware of myself and my my, my flaws and stuff, I would definitely, um, and even sometimes maybe I could be harsh, maybe. I don't, I don't see that either though, honestly. Let's see with my kid from personal experience. Um, I'm actually, my boyfriend tells me all the time I'm pushover and 
I don't know. I think I'm more dismissive than I am any of those things. Maybe. I am super loving and attentive. Um, I could be dismissive, I think. I'll go with that. What about you guys? What do you guys think? Please, 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 please. Please, please be involved with me. I'm doing this because I don't want... I, I don't feel alone. I do feel alone. I do feel alone. I'm not gonna lie. I feel alone. That's why I'm doing this because I want people to feel it. Not feel it with me, but like be aware of it. And I want the people who feel like me, who have it like me, to chime in and who don't have it like me. I want to know these different things about it and you know, how are you guys overcoming it? Like, vent to me about things that nobody else understands, but I, like, I would, or anybody else here would, you know? Just let it out. Leave those voice messages. Leave those comments. Subscribe. Please. Nobody likes me. <laughs> I'm okay with that, because, you know, I'm patient, but it's kind of hurting my feelings. Okay. So, should borderlines, I guess that's what they call us, should borderlines have kids? And the answer is, I think you should do whatever you want. I think if you want to have a child, you should have a child. If I'm sorry, honey. If you want to be a parent, do it. If you don't want to be a parent, don't do it. Easy. Like anybody else in this world. But they said, the children of parents with BPD are at risk for, of poorer outcomes in terms of their own mental health, educational outcomes, and well-being. The challenges of being a parent can also exacerbate the symptoms of those BPD traits. That was hard for me to read. So just give me a second, please. Uh, I'm starting to think maybe this wasn't a good idea. But I don't want to be ignorant either, you know? So I'm happy you guys are here going through this with me because... <laughs> It's hard, you know? And I'm gonna fight that. And I'm gonna say... My son might be autistic because his dad, and it could be hereditary, um... My kid's super smart, though. I mean... Because it says they might be at risk for poor outcomes in terms of their own mental health educational outcomes, and well-being. I don't know about that, guys. I just... My baby's gonna be fine. Your baby's gonna be fine. Our babies are gonna be fine. And... These people just don't... I don't think they know what they're talking about. <laughs> I don't know why I'm reading these answers to you guys. They don't know what they... I don't have a clue. The best what? I'm your cheeseburger? Mm, you're my cheesecake. Oh, I love buttercups. You're my Reese's Pieces. Your sardine? You're my Dory? I love you. I love him. He really knows how to make me feel better. Um, hang on, guys. Let me restart. Hey, y'all. It's Vicky. 
again, of course, my podcast, hello. And in this podcast, I go over um, what it's like having BBD and everything that comes with that. Um, I just really want to spread awareness of BBD. It's very understudied, and a lot of people don't touch base with it. Um, you hear about everything else, so I just want to go over this one thing. I was diagnosed with it a couple of years ago, just a little quick backup backstory. Um, and yeah, um, it's a struggle and it's hard and it's real and it's there and it's something that I think should be brought to people's attention. And I think people should really do more um, research on it, especially if you are in a relationship or you have a loved one. There is a way to, I think, communicate with people who are diagnosed with it and um there's there's a way to you know go about loving somebody and having the patience and understanding and everything like that so today i wanted to go over or get into motherhood um people you know who have bpd have babies <laughs> i have one um so i wanted to just go over you know bpd motherhood and see what that is looking like for everyone else and myself um i looked at it before and it made me cry so beware not everything i'm about to tell you is going to be beautiful or um sensitive if you're like me and you cry a lot thinking about it um you might not want to listen but if you are interested to see if you're not the only one your mom your mom and you're having these struggles and and you want to know if you know, you're alone or not please please listen um you're not alone okay you like it that's good um you're not alone you get a best one for he's your best cake ah oh, lucky Two cakes. Two cakes. Yeah. My goodness. Oh my gosh. Um, you're not alone, and I can't emphasize that enough. And you are doing a great job. You're a great mom, and your child's beautiful, and he's a, he or she is a wonderful child and will be, and they will definitely succeed in life. So don't ever, you are not holding them back. Don't ever feel that way. And just kind of um, monitor it, you know? Keep it under control. Keep it real, you know? So let's get into it, okay? Um, what effect does BPD on a mother have on a child? Okay, children of mothers with BBD are also at heightened risk for exhibiting attention difficulties, aggressive behavior, and low self-esteem, in addition to major depression, anxiety, and borderline personality disorder itself. So, um, my son, he might be autistic, I'm not sure, but he does have attention, you know, difficulties. Um, he does have aggressive behavior, and I do believe that's because of me, 100%. Um, he does not have the self-esteem, and... Yeah, the aggressive behavior. Um, he does have anxiety, and I don't. I don't feel like that's due to um, me having borderline personality disorder. I think it has a lot to do with my relationship and um, 
past displays of aggression in it, um, which was not me, by the way. I'm not, I'm not the, um, you know, I guess attacker, I guess. I don't know how to say it. Um, but it was abusive, and um, he might have witnessed a couple things. So he does get kind of anxiety-ridden if um, tones of voices change and heighten, you know? But other than that, I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I hate to say it like that. Other than that, um, no, he's all right. I think for the most part, he's very loving. He's very affectionate. He's very happy for the most part. Um, he's in touch with his emotions. He is aggressive in the sense where, like, um, and I know this. I know this is me. Um, if I tell him to go do something, do you do But he'll do it. He'll argue with me the whole time, but he'll be doing it. So it's just we really have to um, pay attention to things like that, you know really have to um be mindful and I, I know it's really hard it's hard for me especially to be mindful of what I'm doing especially when I'm in the moment especially when my emotional self is triggered and I am on a good one like I will it's very hard for me I see red and it's over like I'm not saying I'm, I'm like a hazard or I'm dangerous or anything you know what I mean but it's just like if I'm fighting with my boyfriend having an argument with him for example that's what i mean that's what i'm referring to um like i always think he's cheating on me and so when we have those fights about the cheating i have bad language i have a really bad temper and my i don't get physical i do not verbally abusive i might at times but you know in my in my opinion i feel like i'm not really being verbally abusive because i'm just stating the stuff that you know, my boyfriend has done and what it makes him look like. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's for another day. <laughs> that's like relationship issues. Um, it's, I have a ton of them, but yeah. So, um, yeah, sometimes I need to remind myself that there's my son and I, I, we live in a one bedroom, so close quarters <laughs> and I have to just kind of remind myself to calm down I have to talk myself down. When I start talking myself up, I have to remind myself. Yeah, honey. Yeah. Um, hang on. Um, so yeah, I, my, I myself am guilty and I have to be very mindful. It's really hard, you know, and it's okay for things to be hard. It's okay. Please be forgiving of yourself. Do not be so hard on yourself. Okay. Just next time, you know, next time. And I think it's important myself to like, really, um, if that does happen or occur, it's, I think it's personally a good idea to sit your child down and have a discussion. I don't care how old they are. And I have a discussion with them. I tell my son when that happens, I sit him down and I apologize. I say, you know, son, I'm sorry. It's my fault. Mommy knows better than to let her emotions get the best of her. It's not okay how mommy was acting. 
that's not okay. That's not how people are. That's not what people do. That's not how people handle things. Yeah. You like spicy? Yeah. That's okay. That's good. Yeah. You don't have to hate peppers. No peppers and mac and cheese. Nah. Yeah. And so um, I sit him down and I, and I tell him, you know, I go over what happened and, and how I was acting was wrong. And, you know, I, I have my own little spiel I give to him. I'm scared that one day it's just going to get old and it's just going to be, oh, here comes mom again. You know, she's saying the same thing, whatever. I never know. I'm a new mom. He's five. <laughs> I'm a new mom. <laughs> no, um, he's my only child. And I think he's going to be my only child from forever because I don't think I can have another I mean what I didn't think it was going to be like this honestly um having my baby has been the best thing that's ever happened to me but I didn't realize people can warn you right they can tell you over and over again how tough it is to have a child and how tired you're going to be and the exhaustion and you know, your mind they don't they can't prepare you for everything else that just comes wrapped up in emotion <laughs> it's just such a roller coaster it's not even a roller coaster it's 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 like i had really bad postpartum i think and i don't, I don't know if it's because the bbd or not um but i had really bad bad postpartum because what happened was i had my son and i'm like man i held him and i just did not know that I was capable of being in love and loving someone so much, so much. Literally, your heart is functioning out of your body. It's like, oh my gosh, I love this little thing so much. If anything were to happen to him, I don't know if I would be able to be okay. Um, I don't know how moms out there do it. I honestly can, can, I commend you so much for your strength that you have to carry on if you had ever lost a child. And that's a really touchy subject that I'm not going to touch on here. Um, I don't want to, um, cause it's so sensitive and I just feel like there's really nothing. I, there's, it's just, it's something to be talked about and brought up and it's something to be supported with the right support, um, and I don't have that, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go places where I don't know, you know, I don't know, I can't touch that, so, um, I can only fathom, and that's not enough for me, honestly, to be able to sit here and spiel all this stuff, um, but I do, honestly, the greatest strength I've ever seen is a mother, has unfortunately, um, gone through that, and, that's devastating. I, I'm, it's devastating to even hear about. I'll tell you that. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not gonna go to too much darkness, <laughs> but I, I, you know, that's how I felt when I held my 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 baby. Is I don't know, you know, what I would. I I, I don't think I'd be able to move, carry on. Um, so nobody prepared me for that. They say you love your kids, and stuff, but this is an unknown. This is like a un known love that you find. It's just something you can't 
feel until it's there, you know? I just can't explain it. I just love him so much. And it's bad to the point where it's like, I don't want, he's five. He's, he, he barely cut, missed the cutoff date for kindergarten this year. And um, his birthday is like a couple days after. No? You don't like it? It's okay. You don't have to eat it, baby. Um, He barely missed the cutoff. So this year is the year. And I am a wreck. Oh, sorry. I'm totally going into something else here. Let's stay focused. Come on. Come on, Vicky. No. Um, so yeah, so nobody prepared me for that. How I was going to feel or not. So going into that, I was on postpartum. Um, having babies a beautiful thing. It's life-changing. It's exhausting. It's everything. Um, I kind of went south with my thought process. Um, wasn't so much beautiful. It was very ugly. And I'm not saying that. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that it's ugly. I'm saying that I got ugly. My thought process got ugly. He's such a blessing. I don't deserve. Um, he deserves the world and I can't give that to him. Um, I'm sorry. These are very raw emotions that I had. And saying it, you know, I just kind of... I still almost don't agree. I still almost agree with that. Um, you know, you think of the, I think of the worst things that could possibly happen to this child, and I can visualize it. And I could just I it's very morbid. It's it's graphic. And then I think about how it's just me having him, and how how if anything happens to me, what's going to happen to him? And then that's sad to think about because, gosh, there are so many options, and it just, uh, there's so much to worry about. And it worries me. And I lose sleep over it. And he's everything. And I just don't ever want him to feel what I had to feel or go through things I had to go through. And it might sound selfish, I guess, in a sense, because it's something that happened to me. It's not going to happen to everybody. Yada, 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 fine. But I just want to make sure that I go to the greatest lengths I can to make sure that you know that this boy is loved, safe, protected, normal, and happy. And when I say normal, I'm not talking about, you know, like I said, he might be autistic. But I'm not talking about that stuff. He can have that. That's okay. He's still normal. Like, I just mean, with today's agenda from the government and whatnot, with this whole tranny thing and this whole, like... new pronouns like we're giving ourselves like what the hell is that anyway anyway sorry i'm not gonna get political this is about bpd and moms but <sighs> yeah yeah He didn't take my car. He'd be in a lot of trouble if he took my car, honey. 
so um sorry <laughs> so um yeah it's just it's a lot and then you're responsible for this whole life and you just don't really realize it until he's in your arms <laughs> i mean when he's in the womb you do and you think everything's gonna be fine it's just gonna work out and it gets real <laughs> when you hold that precious, 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 precious human in your hands. And you're just like, oh my gosh. Oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> like, it's just so much. And then, yeah, the world, my sky is falling. And, and, and the world's gone crazy. And I'm worried. The violence is, like, ridiculous. And guns. I'm pro-guns, by the way. So, But it's becoming an issue anyway. And... I'm so scared of everything. It's falling apart, it feels like. And I I guess I just don't watch enough positive things. We, we YouTube everything, so it's hard. My, my boyfriend likes like to watch like all the cop brutality stuff. And I don't think... Um, honestly, um, I think there are cops out there that are brutal. Okay? But I just don't think it's... Um, I think people take things sometimes and make it... Into something that's not that's political again, and I'm not trying to get in that. So, um, yeah. So that's one question. Oh my gosh. Okay, um, let's do another one. What is a BPD mother like? Let's see what they say. Mothers with BPD may oscillate between over-involved, intrusive behaviors, and withdrawn, avoidant behaviors. These behaviors may also manifest as oscillations between hostile control and coldness. Wow. I'll let that sit for a second. I'm going to read it one more time, okay? What is a BPD mother like? Mothers with BPD may oscillate between over-involved, intrusive behaviors, and withdrawn avoidant behaviors. These behaviors may also manifest as oscillations between hostile control and coldness. That may be true. Okay, but I just don't feel like I can relate. I mean, uh, I might be over, I could be over-involved, sure. Or I could be intrusive, sure. Okay, maybe. I don't know if I can really say yet. I don't know what that word means. Os Oscillate? Let me look that up. Oscillate. Definition. Let's see here. Bear with me, guys. Okay. Move or swing back and forth at a regular speed. Vary magnitude or position in a regular manner around a central point. Okay. Move or swing back and forth at a regular speed. Okay. Um, sure. Move a pendulum oscillates about its lowest point. Do you guys understand that? I, I get it, I guess. I get it, I guess. Sure. Okay. Um, 
Oh, National Institutes of Health. Okay, let's do this one. Children of Mothers with Borderline Personality Disorder is NCBI. Oh, let's buy NCBI, sorry. National Institute of Health. Okay. Can someone with BPD be a mother? They and the answer is they have the potential to be most dedicated and loving parents. Even when someone has struggled BPD at some point in their life with healing, growth, and commitment, they can reach their potential as the uniquely gifted parent that they are, especially to intense and sensitive children. Perfect. That's a great answer. I appreciate that. Thank you. I definitely agree with that 100%. Of course, I don't really have anything to like add or take away from that. Um, yeah, I agree. For sure. They have the, they have the potential to be the most dedicated and loving parents, even when someone has struggled with BPD at some point in their life. With healing, growth, and commitment, they can reach their potential as the uniquely gifted parent that they are, especially with intense and sensitive children. Perfect. Thank you. I concur. <laughs> I don't know why they said, I mean, I guess you can cure it. Maybe we'll have to look in that too, because I don't know. Um, what are the four types of BPD mothers? And the answer of that is Christine Lawson describes four subtypes of mothers with BPD. There's the waif, and it says in parentheses, helpless, the hermit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> in parentheses, fearful, avoidant, and the queen in parentheses controlling and the witch in parentheses sadistic wow guys that's sounds really intense right um off the bat i would have to say that i'm the hermit <laughs> i'm sorry it's true i'm definitely fearful and avoidant of things um i'd almost be the waif but um and now i don't think i'm there yet um Wow. I want to look into that. That seems pretty cool. Like, not cool, but, like, interesting to learn about. Cool. Okay. Um, do borderline mothers love their kids? Before I read this one, I'm going to just say yes. <laughs> yes, of course. What the heck? We're people too, all because we like are like all twisted doesn't mean that you know. Okay, here's the oscillate again. Parents with BPD may oscillate, rock back and forth between being overly attached or involved with their children, or being hostile and dismissive. Sometimes they might present as extraordinary, extraordinary, extraordinarily loving and attentive. Other times they may be harsh, punitive, and abusive. Wow. I can see that happening though. Honestly, if I wasn't so aware of myself and my my, my flaws and stuff, I would definitely, um, and even sometimes maybe I could be harsh, maybe. I don't, I don't see that either though, honestly. Let's see with my kid from personal experience. Um, I'm actually, my boyfriend tells me all the time I'm a pushover and I don't know. I think I'm more dismissive than I am any of those things. Maybe. I am super loving and attentive. 
Um, I could be dismissive, I think. I'll go with that. What about you guys? What do you guys think? Please, 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 please. Please, please be involved with me. I'm doing this because I don't want... I, I don't feel alone. I do feel alone. I do feel alone. I'm not gonna lie. I feel alone. That's why I'm doing this because I want people to feel it. Not feel it with me, but like be aware of it. And I want the people who feel like me, who have it like me, to chime in and who don't have it like me. I want to know these different things about it and you know, how are you guys overcoming it? Like, vent to me about things that nobody else understands, but I, like, I would, or anybody else here would, you know? Just let it out. Leave those voice messages. Leave those comments. Subscribe. Please. Nobody likes me. <laughs> I'm okay with that, because, you know, I'm patient, but it's kind of hurting my feelings. Okay. So, should borderlines, I guess that's what they call us, should borderlines have kids? And the answer is, I think you should do whatever you want. I think if you want to have a child, you should have a child. If, I'm sorry, honey. If you want to be a parent, do it. If you don't want to be a parent, don't do it. Easy. Like anybody else in this world. But they said, the children of parents with BPD are at risk for, of poor outcomes in terms of their own mental health, educational outcomes, and well-being. The challenges of being a parent can also exacerbate the symptoms of those BPD traits. That was hard for me to read. So just give me a second, please. Uh, I'm starting to think maybe this wasn't a good idea. But I don't want to be ignorant either, you know? So I'm happy you guys are here going through this with me because... <laughs> It's hard, you know? And I'm gonna fight that. And I'm gonna say... My son might be autistic because his dad, and it could be hereditary, um... My kid's super smart, though. I mean... Because it says they might be at risk for poor outcomes in terms of their own mental health educational outcomes, and well-being. I don't know about that, guys. I just... My baby's gonna be fine. Your baby's gonna be fine. Our babies are gonna be fine. And these people just don't... I don't think they know what they're talking about. <laughs> I don't know why I'm reading these answers to you guys because they don't know what they, they don't have a clue. The best what? I'm your cheeseburger? Mm, you're my cheesecake. Oh, I love buttercups. You're my Reese's Pieces. Your sardine? You're my Dory? I love you. I love him. He really knows how to make me feel better. Um, hang on, guys. Let me restart. Shoot. Okay. We good? We good. All right. So I just had to take a little, little breather, a little, you know, 
you know, it was getting a little too personal, a little too emotional for me over here. So I, I took a break real quick and we're back. So here we are. And um, thankfully I was not live. Um, so let's get back into it. Back to what we were talking about, motherhood and BPD. And let's not get too extreme of it. Because obviously we all still have our children. Obviously we are queens, we're great people. Um, and we want best for our children, all of us do, no matter what kind of psychotic episodes we have. <laughs> And that's including me. So, um, let's see. So, I was just, I just looked up right now. Back to where we were. Uh, what parenting style causes BPD? Maladaptive parenting. Maladaptive parenting, including childhood maltreatment, abuse, and neglect. Exposure to domestic violence and parental conflict are found to be prevalent psychosocial risk factors for development of BPD in children and adolescents. Okay. So, um... I don't know about you guys, but I'm guilty on one or two accounts of those. Luckily, I don't... The abuse and neglect aren't existent in my household. Um, I understand it might be for some of you guys. And you know what? Having BPD, I can understand. I don't... Um, how do I say this? I understand how it could be... How do I say this? Um, I understand how it can be, I, in a sense, unintentional? Oh, that's perfect. Okay, yeah. I can understand how it would be unintentional for a mom to kind of, like, be with her kid and, um, you know, not, 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 um, sorry, I was testing my microphone, too. Not, um understand exactly that that's what they're doing the abuse part or neglect or whatever um i can see that for sure um i in my relationships um somebody hurts me i have a tendency to i'm not physical but verbally i can shred you to pieces with my mouth for sure and i am perfect and I am a victim, and I don't abuse anybody, and I am just this person that's just trying to do right by everybody, and it's everybody else about to get me right. Wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong Trump style. Um, yeah, that's not true. That's me being a denial and delusional. Um, it doesn't matter what somebody does to you. It doesn't matter how they do it. Um, we are all individuals and we are all responsible for our own actions. And all because somebody else is doing something. This is so childlike of me, but I'm sorry. This is what I did to teach myself to like maybe watch it a little bit more. Um, we all are accountable and responsible for what we do now because somebody does something doesn't make it right so somebody can uh unfortunately beat you to a pulp and it does not give you the right to verbally shred them to pieces i'm sorry i learned i learned the hard way so i'm saying this from experience i'm not saying this from like some judgmental like you know 
standpoint where like I'm outside the situation, I'm looking at y'all and I'm like, you can't do that, honey. Sorry, I have to let them beat you. Like, I'm not like that. No, that's not what I'm trying to say at all, honestly. And honestly, if I made the rules, I think uh, anybody who beats a woman to the pulp should get whatever mouth whipping they deserve. But life's not like that. And the rules of society aren't like that. And that stinks. And that's what it is. But you know what? At the end of the day, guys, we... Although we have this disorder, we have control of ourselves, right? We can do this. Apparently, this is something people can get over. People can grow out of it, you know? Um, I grew into it, pretty much, unfortunately. Um, I... I also... Yeah, that's why I like doing this, too, now that I think about it. It's because it's like bringing awareness to us that we have it. I notice it's easy for me to go out through my day and not think that I have a problem with it. So my mood swings and personality traits and stuff, I'm like okay with thinking they're normal. They're not. <laughs> Some things aren't normal that I do. And that's one of them. Um, my thought process behind that um, isn't just compulsive. It's compulsive, yes. Okay, it's compulsive. It's hard for me to control sometimes. I'm not going to lie. It's like word vomit. But given my the relationship I'm in and what has been done in the past or what has been done to make me want to say those things um they hurt me pretty bad emotionally and so i tend to think it's unfair and i lash out back at them with my words and i call them names that are really bad and i manipulate their truths into sounding really horrible and i just i just let go i just let it all go and i just and the more I say it to them, the more the more mad I am, the more it, it upsets me. And I get really mad because they don't argue. They like at one point they just shut up, they stop. I call them demeaning things like bitch and like you know, faggot and like I'm sorry if you're gay. It's cool with me, I'm not saying that. It just used to be a bad word and I'm used to that being a bad word. And I'm sorry. I'm trying to break my habits too. I'm not perfect at all. Hence this is why I have this podcast right now. It's because I'm trying to not desensitize and not normalize it at all. Um, I'm trying to draw attention to it so maybe we can all acknowledge it and like tr- come together and maybe like try to fix it. I mean, if I had people to come come together with and like kind of like vent about like, oh, you know, like I just wanted to, but I controlled it. Yeah, I think that's some kind of support group or something for people with BBT. I totally go to it, but I don't think I have that in Fresno. So here we are. I'm kind of making my own thing. So, um, with you guys, thank- thankfully. Um, it's very rare that I ever meet anybody with this too, by the way. So, anybody that listens to this and has it, or is dealing with somebody that has it, or whatever, like, I totally support you 100%, and I appreciate you, and I would love to get to know you more. But, um, so, yeah. Back to what I was talking about. <laughs> it's so easy to get off track of this. Um, maladaptive parenting, um, including maltreatment, abuse, and exposure to domestic violence. Exposure to domestic violence is something I might be guilty of because of um, the past. There has been altercations in front of my son, not to my son. He was never harmed. He was never touched. He was never nothing. Um, But he did witness a couple things that I wish he didn't. And we have worked on, we have worked past it. 
the measures that needed to be took were taken and we're okay, we're safe, and we're not hurt too much. Um, he is fine, he's great. Um, but as human beings, we know that sometimes things happen like that and it's unfortunate and it's sad and it really breaks my heart that my son had to be uh, there, one of them, but um, I try to be a little forgiving he was really young, and I, I just try not to let it happen again, you know? And it hasn't, so. Kudos for me, yay! <laughs> and I really hope that you all can say the same. Or not say the same, but, you know. Whichever. Um, horrible factor that makes, you know, our kids have it. I just listed, I hope, that um, y'all work past it and it doesn't happen that way um because they are unfortunately all horrible things listed here that i'm reading um childhood maltreatment abuse neglect exposure to domestic violence they're nothing we want our kids to have part of and so um except there was one there was one attachment that was sadistic so i don't i'm not making fun i just don't know about that one very much um there may be somebody out there that does want their kid to have this. I don't know. If you do, speak up. Let's talk about it. Let's, I want to see your, your viewpoint, too. Just to see. I don't have to agree with it. Like I said, this is about opinions. This is about feelings. It's about, you know, understanding and not understanding. So, there you have it. There's that. Um, it's hard to just... You want your best for your kid. It doesn't matter if you have a, a, a personality disorder or not. You still always want best for your kid. And it just sucks because when you have this disorder, sometimes it's hard to just control it. And, like, I'm not out of control, but it's hard to, like, you know, the, it's mainly verbal for me. It's really hard to not. I'm starting to think I might have Tourette's. <laughs> I just, it's hard for me not to, like, go off when he makes me mad and just, I have a boiling point and I just take so much and I just feel like I internalize it all and then I just that one thing he has to do and it's like give me a break you and I just go off I can't help it I can't help it and I will help it but you know what I mean conclusions I'm sorry I didn't read the question um is BPD inherited from mother or father I'm gonna guess that it's doesn't matter I guess it's nature versus nurture um I think it's just the nature of the environment, but we'll see. Conclusions, parental externalization, sorry, parental externalizing, psychopathology, and father's BPD traits contribute genetic risk for offspring BPD traits. But mother's BPD traits and parents' poor parenting constitute environmental risk for development of these offspring traits. So pretty much they're saying, I think, I think, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Parental externalizing, psycho, psychopathology, and father's BPD traits contribute genetic risk for offspring BPD traits. So I'm assuming that a father's um, contribution to the making of a baby is what causes it. And I'm assuming that they're saying the mother's BPD traits 
and parents' poor parenting constitute environmental risk for the development of the offspring traits, which I'm assuming is the nature versus nurture. And I'm assuming that that's weird, dude. You would think that would be opposite, seeing as we have a baby in us for like nine months. <laughs> weird. Okay. Okay. So that's that. That's a good fun fact. Um, queens and witches are higher functioning. I think this will be used. Conventional types. Most people have DVD covers. I guess I can do it now. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Me and my boyfriend fight about this all the time. Okay, listen. Listen here. My boyfriend is an asshole. Okay. I'm not going to lie. He's such an asshole. He one day thought it'd be great to just do some research. Like, I'm talking about like a half hour BPD, watch maybe one YouTube video of um bpd like traits which aren't exactly having it they explain that it's just trait like symptoms like you just have the traits like one would but you're not actually diagnosed with it and i swear i swear he's a narcissist i swear he's narcissistic sorry narcissistic can i say that i don't i can't say it right um he's a narcissist and he's telling me now that um, people with borderline personality disorder have narcissism too. And I'm like, no, they don't. That's not true. I'm like, I can't. I'm not. You guys are selfish. You guys are selfish. You guys are like this and that. I'm like a, I'm like a mat. You walk all over me all the time. Like the two are completely different in my opinion from what I've experienced. Right. And he's like, no, 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 no. I read it online. Dun, dun, dun. I'm like, I don't believe it. And so he shows me like one source that he read that says like, they're similar. They're not. Okay. For one, narcissists, BPD borderlines um, tend to attract narcissists because we're so empathetic and narcissists are so not empathetic to where the narcissists know that they can, you know, easily manipulate us and easily like, and we'll never go away because we are afraid of abandonment and we're easily manipulative, manipulated and um, they know that. So, uh, they tend to like us <laughs> and it's horrible it's a horrible combination honestly we're doing not very good right now so um but i was reading right now what is a queen witch borderline personality disorder queens and witches are higher functioning acting out quote unquote invisible bps while hermits and waifs are lower functioning acting in conventional types most people with bpt probably display secondary elements of other categories the queen has both BPD and narcissistic personality disorder. Yes, that's my answer. I just answered it. It's amazing. Uh, but it's a subtype of... So he's technically right. I'm not going to tell him that, though. <laughs> but sure. Okay. It, it's involved. It's not the kind of personality... It's not the trait that I have. It's not who I am. Uh, but it does, I guess, occur in some of us. No, it doesn't not. I'm not knocking it. It's not the worst. And it's not the best. So, I mean, none of this is really the best, right? Well, it could be. We could make it the best. So let's do that. Let's make it the best, guys, okay? Um, 
me. Next one. What are the five BBD types? I think we already did that. Yeah. Parenting borderlines gifted. Let's see how this ends up. The clinical study of 23 borderline outpatients and 38 outpatients with other personality disorders provides evidence that individuals who became who become borderline frequently have a special talent or gift, namely a potential to be unusually perceptive about the feelings of others. Wow. That is so true, I think. I think I do have a... a, a you know what? I've said it before. Um, I'm super sensitive, and so um, I've always thought that I could easily feel... I have so much empathy. I'm like the most empathetic human being on this earth. I promise you, I am the most empathetic and it's a blessing and a curse honestly because I don't want to feel some things um I don't want to feel my own things you know oh, he pooped sorry my son <laughs> I'm just watching him um no, I'm not watching him poop but like you know what I mean I'm so yeah uh that's cool. That's, that's cool. I'm happy I did that. I'm happy I read this and I'm happy we're doing this because I would have never known that was a thing or like, you know, you know what I mean? Um, okay. What is the average length? This has nothing to do with moms now. So, uh, so, oh, that's different is bpd on the autism spectrum i said maybe autistic while researchers are trying are still trying to pin down the precise areas where bpd and autism overlap it seems clear that many traits are indeed shared especially among females in one study nearly half women diagnosed with bpd also met the met diagnosis criteria for autism when assessed using the autism spectrum quotient wow Wow. Um, that's, 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 uh, you know, taking me back a little bit here. Um, okay. What could be misdiagnosed as BPD? That's interesting. The symptoms of BPD are very broad, and some can be similar to overlap with other mental health problems, such as bipolar disorder, complex post-traumatic syndrome, sorry, post, complex post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, anxiety, psychosis, antisocial personality disorder. I concur. 
Okay, so I Google BBD and motherhood. I don't see. Oh, heck no. Don't tell me. Kid, dude, it's gonna give me a heart attack. I love him though, I love him so much. Don't you do it? Ugh. Sorry, I'm in the other guys. He was just. Ugh. Okay. adult child's view of a BBD mother and then I think we're gonna call it after that because there's so much here that I would love to just talk about um I'm actually thinking about creating an itinerary um now that I get it for my show because this is awesome and I never knew it could be like <laughs> podcasting um, and I hope this really does um, bring people to, to me and um, I can, you know, do this with them. This is awesome, I think. Um, so anyway, the key points are borderline personality disorder affects not just the sufferer, but their entire family. Treatment requires being empathetic, but not being a doormat. See? I can't help it. It takes unity within a family to deal with a member suffering from BBD. Okay. So it's a guest written by Daniel Lobel. PhD. Nice, nice. Okay. Borderline personality disorder often affects entire families by increasing conflict between household members. The disorder can affect mothers, fathers, and their children. Here we'll examine how a hypothetical adult son might experience a mother with BPD. While difficult to manage treatment of a, of a family member with a member who has the disorder requires resisting the push towards the breaking point and a banding together for the survival of the family unit. Such treatment requires empathetic understanding of the BPD sufferer, BPDS, so the family can respond constructively to be uh, clear empathy or compassion does not mean giving in. Rather, it means objectifying the experience in order to set healthy limits that can that come not from anger, avoidance, or retaliation, but rather from a wish to de-escalate situations. When conflict is under better control, there is an opportunity for treatment and healing. Okay, so uh, adult child and BBD mother, a random day. Mornings are the worst part of the day. I always wake up anxious. I am never sure how she will be. Sometimes she is okay, but usually she is irritable. Best to get up before her or after she is gone. Maybe she will be better later. I can't wait to get out of here. Okay, this is going to be hard for me to read. <laughs> Sorry. Why do I deserve to be treated this way? I try to be loving. I try to avoid topics that upset her. I try not to ask too much. When I give her what she wants, it is never enough. She keeps wanting more and more until I don't know what to do. And then she gets mad at me. She tells me that I am a bad person, a failure. She says that she wishes I were never born. She makes me feel like a terrible person. And I am doing the best I can. She is in a mood. 
I hear her walking heavily on the floor and banging doors. I need you to help me with something this morning. Okay, what can I do? Let me take my shower and get ready for work, and then I'll let you help me. Let me help you now. I have to go to work. Can't you do one thing for me? I am willing to do whatever you ask, but I will need to do it now that I'm not late for work. Forget it. I knew I shouldn't have asked you for any kind of help. Now it's ruined. I can help. Now my day is ruined. How do I get this out of my head? I go over it again and again. I offered my help. I have a job. Why am I a bad person? I know that I'm not a bad person, but I feel horrible. Okay, let me think about my my life. I'm going to work, and then I will go out until she's asleep. I will come home when she's asleep. Maybe by tomorrow she'll be back off. She'll she will back off and give me a break. Why do I stay here? I feel too guilty to leave. The trick is to put the key in the lock without making a noise. Then you have the east door open and hope that she does, it doesn't squeak. I have found that lifting the door slightly helps with this. The slightest sound in. Is that you? Say something or I'll call the police. It's me. Why were you out so late? It's not even midnight. I get so scared when you're not here. I'm here now. Yeah, now that it's convenient. You do what you want and I am an afterthought. I have to go to sleep. Can we talk in the morning? We can talk in the morning. I don't need to talk to you. I wish I didn't know you. Oh God, here I am again. I have to get up early and get out of here before she gets up and starts spitting venom at me again. Why am I here? Okay, let me just say, I did say that I'm verbally abusive to my relationship, my boyfriends, but, um, excuse me, I would never, ever, ever tell my son that I wish he was not born. Okay, that would never come out of mouth in a million years. I would never tell him that he was a loser or worthless or anything like that. Nor would I ask him for help. Okay, that's the number one thing, too. I would never ask him for help um, unless it was, like, you know, now he's growing up and stuff. And he's learn how to do chores and stuff. But I'm not, I'm not like that. <laughs> okay? So, I just want to correct that. Like, that's, like, an extreme, I guess. Because that's not me. And if that's you, I'm not judging or, like, putting it down. I just want to make, I've mentioned before that I am verbally abusive. But I'm not like that with my son ever in a million years. I'm not. I coddle crap out of him. So, back to the article. Takeaway. You have just read a random example of a son struggling with a mother suffering from BBD. He is not the only one. His brother, sister's father, and others much get get much of the same treatment. It is hard. Unity, which is assess- which is necessary for healing, can only be achieved through empathetic acknowledgement of each other's pain. And the BBD sufferer isn't a lot of pain. I'm looking at my son right now. <laughs> it doesn't look like he's in any pain. I'm sorry. The more one objectifies the experience, the easier it is to set compassionate limits, insisting that the sufferer gets his own home treatment and avoid guilt, anger, and retaliation. While difficult families can do better, it works best when done with compassion, not blame, in order to strengthen the family unit to effectively combat this disorder and heal. For more treatment, see blah, 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 blah. Okay, so we're going to end on that note, guys, because um, I'm sorry. That was hard to read. Um, I could never say that to my kids. I can't get over that. I can't do that. I could never do that. That's not me. Um, and if that's you, I 
sympathized and I definitely empathize for you. Um, and I really hope that if that's you, maybe you don't know you have BPD. Maybe we can look into getting you some help. Um, and I'm not saying that in a, in a condescending way. I'm serious. I've gone to therapy for shoot, since I've been nine. Um, I've been in therapy, so I get help too. I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying maybe one day you can be like me. No, 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 no. You don't want to be me. I'm. Uh, we're all different, and I'm. I have my own horrible things about me. So I'm not saying it's horrible about you. I'm just saying. Uh, that's not me. Even, uh, I don't know. Uh, so there we are, you guys. Um, today I learned a lot with you, and I'm really happy I did. It got emotional for me for a second, and um, it normally does, because... We're all, we're all, at the end of the day, no matter if you're telling your kid, you know, you wish they were never born, or like, you know, you they're losing, whatever, um, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, as females, we all love our kids very much, I hope, and we all want the best for them, and we all can have a lapse of judgment and, and say things we don't mean all the time. I know I do. I do say things like it, but not to 